and it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey. Wow. I'm in a good mood today. I got some coffee. <laughs> we are recording at 2.30 Central, and we are done with this book. We made Amen. it, Amen. We ma- Delaney, it, you, know what's ma- you know what I'm mad about? I didn't even feel relief when I when I closed it I just felt like I don't even know what I felt indifference but we're here oh, I say yeah. or what is it I say I say yeah. oh yeah amen <laughs> well um I do have a couple pieces of news this week actually I actually pushed one to next week just in case because you never know the situation I mean I'm not trying to drink nothing again but girl you broke the space time continuum right it was real bad news (laughs) meanwhile what what i say i need something to happen before thursday okay i need me to win the lottery before thursday right like be for real like be freaking for real like some of y'all there's some people i need to start manifesting stuff for me because like some you got some juice that i need it's like how come every time it's i manifest something negative like exactly remember you remember when two people got married and I was like, you see, I called it, but I called it like two or three years before that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, it's open. The portal's open. Like, what you want? What you want? And then nothing happened. So it's just like, why? Why is the stuff that's not for me? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I got to figure out how to wield my powers better. I called it. Period. Well, um, performance of Beethoven has just been canceled after a British ensemble. Uh, refused to comply with the U.S. orchestra's COVID mask mandate. So the Edinburgh uh, Festival Chorus were supposed to perform Beethoven 9 alongside the Philadelphia Orchestra, a.k.a. the Joseph Conyers Symphony Orchestra. Um, say, at, what is a Philadelphia Orchestra? <laughs> what is that? It, at the Edinburgh uh, International Festival, but the choir refused um, to comply with the U.S. orchestra's cause to wear masks while singing. So they decided to cancel it. Um, so now they're going to be performing Beethoven 5 because it doesn't require a choir. Or um, rehearsal. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Period. One less service. Um, so a lot of people, apparently a lot of fans are um, are speaking out. And saying how disappointed they are in the change, and um, um, a lot of people on Twitter were like, "Good on them for sticking up for good on them, the pointless crusade or whatever." And um, there was some person, people, y'all are so funny. Said this is absolutely potty. Is that a thing? <laughs> I'm about to say, about to be. I'm about to start saying that. <laughs> okay. Oh, like potty, like. Like boo boo, like yeah, okay. the, I guess. And they said, "How can a how can a choir sing while mask?" It's like, have you worn a mask? It's not a muzzle. And it's like y'all, like, be serious, bro. Y'all are literally the choir is probably gonna be behind them. Y'all are literally blanketing them in y'all hot breath, like 
a and whole spit. freaking chorus singing over you. They're probably they're on risers behind you. It's like a wave, like a tidal wave. Don't do too much, Sunny. Cause we, you know, how many Beethoven nines I've done <laughs> this year. <laughs> not too much. Not not, not my a tidal don't do too wave. Much. Nah, nah, every time you play Beethoven nine, now you're gonna think it's gonna be like I'm gonna think about that. It's and you like, know I'm a germaphobe. I be tri- thinking about every day. How could I disinfect my viola? There's literally no way. Get them Clorox bleach. Can you imagine? <laughs> I was like, one day we gonna have to risk it <laughs> because I think about touching my students' hands and I touch my viola, I'm like, like monkeypox and snot. Somebody yeah, tell me there has to be a do? way. You can't do nothing. It it drives me nuts, especially like I'm teaching back in person yeah. now. It drives me crazy. Cause you know what? When I get in the house, every time I leave the house, when I come back in, I wipe down my phone, I wipe down my keys every single time, and my viola just seasoned. Dang, the, I don't like that. I don't. Somebody tell me. Somebody has to know. Somebody has to. Somebody. There has to be something. Anybody. Like indirectly, like you know, you can't put nothing on it, straight on it, but like a indirect, like in, uh, like I don't know. There gotta be something. There gotta be something, Delaney, because this ain't gonna work. Yeah, because this it, ain't gonna work. Like, how do you? Yeah. I mean, we might have to just. I have to be some soap and wah wah. Just give it a bath. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna put my junk in the tub. <laughs> Scrub it up, dub. Viola in the tub. You, if you see my viola uh, with tiger stripes, no, you don't. Mind your business. I broke. That means I broke. I put lights all on it. It drives me crazy. <laughs> Right now, my joint. Wondering why it sounds like it's in a box every time I play it. It might be worth it. Let me shut up. What you, what you talking about? <laughs> Let me shut up. Okay, well, there's that. Um, also, the Charlotte Symphony Orchestra musicians are going to see some pay increases over the next two years um, in an effort to expand diversity under a new mm. two-year contract. So the contract, which is effective September 1st to August 31st, 2024, includes a 5% pay increase over the next two years, and it seeks to broaden the applicant diversity as the Charlotte Symphony recovers from the pandemic. Um, The contract was negotiated by the Orchestra's Board of Directors and American Federation of Musicians, a local 342, which is the largest musicians union in the world. Um... And it is the current uh, five-year contract ends on August 31st of this year. Um, the contract is a little bit shorter because the funding picture is unclear, but the reason the symphony is able to sign a new contract is thanks to the underlying stability of the city's new board, which receives a, a mix of city and private funding. Um, under the new contract, um, the musicians will, see, will receive 2.5% in their raises each year. Um, that increases the starting salary for a section musician by about $2,000 from $42,000 to $44,500 a year. Um, and the length of the season will be extended by one week to 38 weeks. Um, along with that pay increase for the 62 full-time musicians, um, the new contract seeks to broaden the applicant base for auditions. There's going to be no pre-screening of resumes and an automatic advancement beyond the first round of applicants who participate in the Sphinx Orchestral Partners auditions. Hmm. Sounds like somebody I know. Hmm. Catherine, care to comment on your, <laughs> on your upcoming Charlotte Symphony debut? Delaney, what you be saying? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying my manifesting situation. And oh, also, right. it's still August. 
it's still August. We shooting for the stars. We saying actually, I shouldn't. Your Berlin, your Berlin Philharmonic debut. I ain't gonna hold you. I am not about to be the first black person in that orchestra. You were a girl. Okay, <laughs> right at the end. Right. At the that hall. is not my. That is not my portion. That is not yeah. my portion. I'm like, we have to have a limit. Let's do like, <laughs> let's do like L.A. feel. Let you know what I'm saying. Like, let's manifest that. But man, when you go, when I went there and it's lily white from corner to corner, edge to edge, row to row, it's great. I'm lying. Who's the bass player from Venezuela? Edison Ruiz. Yeah. Is and then also, uh, I believe so. I might be lying because now that you said that, I thought he was from Venezuela because when I was doing that. Or is um, there another one from Venezuela? All I know, I know that is. he is over there. I just don't know where he's from and I just know he's not German. Yeah, and I mean, I also there's Asian people in that orchestra, but the vast majority is German. Oh, yeah, he's I from am. Venezuela. He is, he is. Okay. I remember uh, seeing his name um, when I was doing that Ellis Emma oh, okay. research. Yeah, and also, I should have known what he be playing. Yeah, he's from Venezuela. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm surprised he still got a bass. He probably got an extra. He probably got several copies of the same bass at home. So when he split it in two, he could just go home and get another one. After I went to EMF, I studied with. My, my my teacher's from Brazil. I was like, if I could just go study with him in Brazil for a year, I'd probably Girl. still be playing. And I was probably be, listen, at least in a mid-tier orchestra. Like The way they play, it's cr- I, I, I want nothing more than just to play with them like one time so I can feel it. Like, oh, what, it, what it feel like? I play like. with the Bolivars. It's crazy. <laughs> you probably feel You sweating at the end? It's I crazy. Want, I want to do that one time. I'm probably too old for the Boulevard, but the Boulevard. Some of them are old as heck. I don't even know why they still call it a youth orchestra. Cause there's oh. definitely some in there older than you. Definitely. Oh shoot. Yeah. Well, yeah. when I go audition, they are gonna put me in their um beginning strings. All right, a girl, a girl. The Suzuki girls learned Bartok last week, girl. <laughs> like, be for real. All right. <laughs> You could do that. Uh, what's the name? Orchestra of the Americas. We will be doing. They, they. It's interesting what's going on over there. Like, I want to do that so bad, but I don't think they're doing that summer thing anymore. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We are gonna see. They do have something I'm gonna apply for, but um, because um, just uh, let me not say that. That was that's crazy. That's something for the drafts. I mean, for the uh, for the iMessage. <laughs> but when I was talking to to Jen, there's a very there's a reason why. I want to apply for this thing, um. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. We gonna see. I should not have said that out loud because I'm. <laughs> well, I didn't say what it was, so I guess it don't matter. But yeah, I'm like I, I don't know. Don't yeah, know. but um, there's a violist that I think teaches with them that I would, that will help. Um, round me out and stuff. Jen already rounded me out, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this, this another person that also knows what they're talking about yeah you know not what i had before so jen knows what she's talking about and this person knows what she's talking about it's like who doesn't why you so messy (laughs) (laughs) it's like i be messy and then you make it worse (laughs) like just you know (laughs) just Just like a process of elimination and Mr. Taylor does too, just so people don't think you talk. That's crazy. Anyway, what's your last piece of news? I'm just saying because then what people think you're like, you've been vocal about the fact that you said you Mr. Taylor. Now people think he don't know what he's talking about. Oh, it's when I tell you it's never Mr. Taylor. When I tell you, the one thing about it, let me not say that, that was going to be a lie. 
one thing about it most of my viola teachers have like my first viola teacher kept me playing then kate took that conglomerate of whatever that was and made it into something and then christiana helped me get to eastman and then george and then i had amy in there she was tussled in there like it's been solid it's been real solid little shaky i said little jelly in the middle little, little shaky at some points but solid and now I got Jen, Jen. Yeah. We doing all right. To God be the glory. Amen. Interesting. <laughs> well, <laughs> on another note, um, some classical musicians who have been publicly linked to disgraced opera singer Placido Domingo, who we talked about last week, um, have been arrested in Argentina or are still wanted by police in connection to an alleged crime ring. Um, the group, that yoga school that was a front for sexual trafficking, was headed by 84-year-old Juan Perkowitz. Um, and the group is accused of sexual trafficking, including of minors, as well as extortion and money laundering. At this time, no charges have been brought against Domingo. But at least three of the individuals um, who Argentine prosecutors have identified as part of the alleged crime ring have performed or collaborated with him. Uh, since at least 1995 and have performed professionally with other major classical music artists and ensembles as well. Um, An Argentine law enforcement told um, the press that uh, that Placido did not commit a crime nor is he part of the organization but rather he was a consumer of prostitution and prostitution is not a crime in Argentina. So at this time, wait. Not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Never mind. So at this I time, was like, <laughs> so I guess he was he was in there, but so he paid he I guess he, he was paying for it. Yeah, he patronized okay. the illegal crime ring, but I guess they probably can't prove at this time whether or not he knew it was illegal, since the mm. simple act of of paying for sex is not illegal. It's um, about who he was paying for sex. Yeah, I was about to say, because y'all, That's y'all need to be digging up some birth certificates because he don't have the best track record. So, um, It's such a mess. Um, So, of course, they asked him for comment, but, you know, he didn't say nothing. Is that like a requirement to include that? I think, I mean, it, I think kind of. Or they, okay. I think, I don't know if it's absolute requirement. I think it's it's... Like, journalistic integrity is to ask somebody, you know, to comment on a story if you're printing something about them. Mm. And I think they put it in there just to be clear, like, yeah, we did to, we did uh, contact them. Yeah, I could not be no journalist. I'm like, I did not ask because it's very clear that he did. Uh, <laughs> that's how, that's one of the reasons well, how you could tell, like, that therapist that got fired or whatever, like, and that, um, and the lady that wrote an article about her that got her fired she never contacted her about that. I'm like, see, that's how you could tell. It's like a gossip blog or like whatever. That's not mm. a real journalist because a real journalist would have contacted you and asked you to comment on the story. Um, I felt so bad for her. I saw it. I saw her reaction, not her reaction video, but the ap- apology one. No, I did not. I, oh no, I did not see that one. I saw. I didn't want to watch no more, but I saw after that she was like talking about how it hurts, it, how much it hurt to be betrayed by the black community because they say like protect black women protect black women and and like you literally found out where this lady worked and got her fired and the reason why she got fired was because of that black lady had wrote that exactly. article or whatever and she like did like this and like showed the um article mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i'm not watching this anymore because you really called this lady's job over a tiktok like people be going too far with it like they would really be calling your job over like it's just like and also she didn't say nothing wrong 
Exactly. Y'all do everything but go to therapy and then wreak havoc on women. Like, be it for real. wasn't even that deep. It's like it really wasn't. It and really also, why was, they act like they act like it was way worse than it actually was. Like y'all didn't like her delivery, but like she literally said, "It's so that your life will be easier." She said, "Okay, for people that don't know what we're talking about, I actually muted this on Twitter because I was sick of people talking about it." Literally, the phrase "black men" was trending. Black women was trending. Basically, there was this black woman therapist that went on this rant about how a lot of um, black, more black men need to go to therapy, and she has a lot of black men patients. But she was basically saying that like being emotionally unintelligent and unaware is hurting black men in their lives and hurting their relationships with um, the people that they're the the women in their lives and stuff like that. But she said in a delivery that they didn't like because she was cussing and whatever they i don't know they didn't like it they felt it was unprofessional it was a tiktok she wasn't it's in a session. tiktok like what like, What? that doesn't what? make any sense okay but um yeah so long story short a whole bunch of people this black lady wrote an article about it and then it went viral people was calling her job and she and they got her fired and her job was like the the we didn't whatever they said like this doesn't really represent our our um our company policies i'm like it shouldn't because this is my perfect my public i mean my private um tiktok i'm doing in my private life i've never said the name of the company that i work for exactly what are you talking about she didn't even have her full government name like how y'all so that lady you dug up her government name and where she worked like what the heck like i hope she sues for defamation low-key like because y'all just ridiculous about that like that's just it's just too much like y'all didn't like if y'all don't like the way she talked First of all, that has no reflection on how she talks in the session. And two, don't go to her. Because she said, she didn't say, because they were like, I would never go to a therapist like that. She didn't say come to therapy with me. She just said go. Right. So, like. <laughs> People are very weird. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to have the conversation here in mixed company, but. Yeah. She's not wrong. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's that. Um and then I'll link the description that in the description there's a little bit more to that story but um about including like who got arrested and stuff but that's enough of that for me um <laughs> and then for the uh, vocalists the um Duncan Williams voice competition which is a competition for black and latinx classical singers um, presented by the New York City Opera and the Manhattan School of Music um, is opening their applications on August 31st. It's going to be over $50,000 in prize money. Um, it's named for baritone Todd Duncan and soprano Camilla Williams, the first African-American singers to sing with a major United States opera company when they made their debuts at the New York City Opera. Um, the competition is going to be open to singers 18 plus in two divisions, the developing artist division for ages 18 to 25 and the professional division from age for ages 26 and older there's no fee to participate um and applicants will demonstrate need um with with sorry with demonstrable need may apply for funds to create an audition recording um so if you need you know you need a bag to to do your recording do a high quality recording please apply for you know aid to do that 
Um, it was made. This competition was made possible by the Sphinx organization, Sphinx Venture Fund. Fund rather in 2021, the competition received $97,500 to launch the competition. Um, again, over $50,000 in prize money. If you hear about, if you heard about this for the first time on Classically Black, we will be taking a 10% commission if you win. So just make sure you're honest about that. Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. No, I'm just wondering. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be your Asian girl. I could go talk to them people for you. Period. Um, yeah, but again, that's going to be linked in the description. The finals are going to be in February next year in New York City. So, if you want to do that, y'all should do that. I'm about to, I'm about to start training up my vocal cords. That's all I'm saying. Let me go dust me off of Aria. <clears throat> me, 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 me. No, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Not, there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> there it went. No, anyway. Look, look hard. It sound hard because it's like i mean i'm sure there's a i'm sure there's a science but it's like i know where my fingers go like you just right you just i mean i took yeah you yeah ain't no way and you did it in different languages that you don't even speak like i'm okay and then if everybody can sing like everybody can sing so how you know you can sing that's not nah, that's because yeah, it definitely be people who think they can sing and they cannot <laughs> so I'm just to the little church choir about my business. Oh, girl. Yeah, I was in church choir, too. And I should have been, so. <laughs> I should not have I should not have been nobody's soprano. But I was up there. Not a soprano. <laughs> yup. I had a good little time in church choir because when I was in church choir, like, we was traveling sometimes on the weekends to go to, uh, because, like, my pastor had, when I was in, in the real choir, because there was, there was a time where the youth group was so small, there was no youth choir. It's not like that at all anymore. They they lit, but the youth the youth group had gotten so small when we were in between pastors that I was in a regular choir, and when my pastor had came, like he, like you know he was hot, he was young and like young. Everybody wanted to hear him preach. People people it was going around how well this man would preach. So he would be everywhere. He would take the choir with him. So we were in a church bus. I was having a good little time. Like every Sunday, sometimes not every Sunday, like twice a month. So we would be at somebody else's church. Yeah, it was a good little time. And then I went to co- and then I went to uh, college, and joined the youth choir there, and realized that I cannot sing. So we no longer do that. They were singing for real. Not that we weren't, but you know what I mean. Like we were singing with no music, you know, I blend in, but that was enough. <laughs> anyway, we moving on. <laughs> so there's a trend going around. Actually, I don't think the trend is going around anymore. But I'm gonna tell you what it is. So I don't. When this little miss thing started going around, I don't know why these little characters look so familiar. Do you know where they're from? Yeah, the Mr. Men show. Oh, okay. What is that? It was like a cartoon. I mean, I don't. I think that was actually based off of like I think the characters existed before the Mr. Men show, but it was like Little Miss Sunshine and like there was all these oh. little misters and little misses. Like there was. Like I used to watch that show when I was a kid. It was like, like they had all different traits, and like there was like Mister, there was Mister Persnickety, and he was very Persnickety, and like Miss whatever. Like you know, there were just there was a bunch of different characters, and their oh. thing was that they exhibited whatever their name was. Hmm. Okay. Well, this this trend started going around like late July, where people would they do all these like these little misses. So they'll be like, 
um little miss like can you kill a bug for me little miss um always late little miss i'm on my way but i ain't leave my house yet like all different types of things that people would say i saw this one these people on tiktok like these friends and they did like the a little miss challenge until we go we go over the line and i was like i would literally never do this challenge because it was like little miss crying on the phone but take my ex bag and then she was like uh little miss can't dress and it's like this is your friend so it's just like they went back and forth until like they crossed the line so i thought we could do like little miss um let's do the same thing i'm explaining <laughs> we could do um your little miss as it pertains to classical music so what did you come up with But like my like all my options were like not good like but um yeah, mine's mine's are mine's are mid yeah um at first i was like a little bit student loan debt but i was like that that that's even, crazy that's not even <laughs> miss, i mean that's not even a freaking classical music that's just everybody that went to college did biden say anything about that yet it, it's coming up to the end of the month girl and he been sick a long time, so I know you buying our work, but you gonna have to figure it out. Like, he, yeah, he need to whip that into shape for real. Um, yeah. And then I was like, little miss boredom because I feel like <laughs> I'm sorry, classical music. Like, we be having the same conversations over and over again. Like, I'm just kind of off of it right now. Like, and I've been, and it's like, obviously, I love classical music. I've been doing it for a long time, but it's also like, bro, like I need to, I need to discover something new like right now because I, I need a second wind i have to be honest something nothing nothing spicy also been happening so it's like you know i mean besides like you know domingo i feel maybe when we in the season you might catch your second wind Mm-mm. she's like no girl that's not it oh no i'm between two i'm between little miss never reads the um never reads the details because um even today i'm preparing for an audition and i was like period all i gotta do is symphonia concert time and then i read it today and like they also want bar talk it's like come on katie like they literally like right underneath each other like be for real oh, yeah that excerpt <laughs> right and at one time joe was like you sure that's what you gotta play because the last time i was like not too much <laughs> not too much not too sure <laughs> and he uh, but I was right that time, but I think I got lucky. Or the time that I was subbing with this orchestra and the day of the concert, I was like, let me look one more time. You have to wear a white top. I had to go buy one from Ross. What if I went to that spot in all black? This is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know. Like, I be reading and then all of a sudden new details pop up. It's like, nah. That, it's like that Harry Potter thing. Like, I read it the first time. And then the next time I read it, the document changes. They doing something. What? They doing something. <laughs> like they they doing something because I tell you that Bartok was not on that list. It don't matter. I'm I work on them. I'm working on it, Jen. I'm working on it every day. But still, like, dang, that put me in a different mindset. I thought I only need to play one thing. That's what I'm saying. So I'm between that and Lil Miss try to learn too much music at the same time at one time because I t- I teeter in a world like. 
when I told, I told, I had like a little plan. I was like, boom, I got to apply for this stuff. And I'm like, I'm thinking about DMA, but I'm not sure. I'm like, I'm going to learn me a new Sonata and I'm going to learn me a new box because I feel like I'm dragging that second suite. I was going to learn me a new one. And then my excerpts and Jen looked at me like, be for real. <laughs> because in my mind, I was like, if I learn this, the fourth box suite, then I don't got to get no comments about smooth bow. I don't got nothing. I don't get none of that. Everything is separate bow. You can leave me alone. So that was my thinking. I'm like, when I play for Sopa, I don't got to hear no dumb, dumb stuff. You know, okay, like, well, if um, it's not one thing, it's going to be another. Well, yeah, because like the E flat key is a little spicy to play in. Like I was not having a good time for the first couple of days. So I spent a whole week learning that stuff just for me not to be playing it no more. But that's fine. Nothing's lost. And I was like a Sonata come like, you know, I feel like I'm dragging the other one. And Jen's like, so we're not doing anything. <laughs> We ain't doing any of this. <laughs> like, let's be for real. But I, I always be like, I'm a professional musician. I should be able to learn music. But then it's also like, you want to play stuff well because you want a job. So I was going between those two. But yeah, like, let me know if y'all also experienced that. Like, the document be changing because I think something wrong with my computer. I gotta get it checked out. I've had this computer since 2015. Like, sometimes a document, you know what I'm talking about? That happens. No. To me? Oh, you got that new. You got you. You updated. No. I maybe got to update. I got to no. update the computer. You got to okay. <laughs> I said I'm not gonna do it no more because I just think about it every day. Like, what if I did not go back and read the contract and I showed up in all black? <sighs> it makes yeah. me nauseous, and it happened like two months ago, and I still get nauseous thinking about it. Like every day, I'm like, I am so unserious. Nah, cause that would have really been. What would I have done? <gasps> I, they probably wouldn't let me play. They wouldn't let me play. Yikes. Well, it well you know, I'm glad the Lord fights for me. But he one day my luck gonna run out. So I gotta start. I gotta update my computer. Okay, yeah, you do that. That's little Miss Dodger's accountability. <laughs> ain't me it ain't on me okay that's anything that's everything ready well here we are at the finish line do we, are people even listening to the show anymore probably like, oh, i'll catch y'all in september man well this is the last part of the book doing our summary if you're not finished we're about to reveal some things so yeah, you might have to jump ahead to the black excellence yeah. or we'll see y'all next week so we're in part seven he just won the competition the last part oh sorry he won second place in the competition and the last part this is the aftermath he gets a call from uh the luthier that he left the case with that case that grandma Nora kept asking him about um turns out they found some papers in there um they found some they found an envelope in there has a death certificate his pop pop and um also some a letter basically it's a story that his grandma wrote she she wrote it down or like transcribed it from what her grandpa was telling her dictated right that's the thing that's the word i'm looking for so her grandma told here okay I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling. Okay. When his grandmother, Grandma Nora, was nine, 
Pop Pop told her to write down a story. So that's what's in this this envelope that he found in the in the case. This this story that his grandmother wrote when she was nine. It's recounting some of Pop Pop's experience on the plantation. Some very horrific details about his life um, and his family's life while they were enslaved. And also the story of how he came to acquire the violin, basically. Um, he was taught how to play the violin or whatever. And the dude that was playing the violin on the plantation before couldn't play no more. So they brutally murdered him. And so his grandma, I mean, so his mom was basically like, Pop-Pop's mom was basically like, you got to learn how to play the violin so you'll be valuable, like, to the house or whatever. And he was the the master's, like, favorite violinist. And so that's why they kept him around. And that's why he eventually um, gave Pop-Pop the violin. So this is all in writing. This is what Ray has been looking for to prove that um, that this is um, his violin. So they use this first in one paragraph to wrap up the whole thing, basically. So in chapter in the second chapter of this part, it's just like the Marxists and their lawsuit fell away. Like that's literally how they wrap it up. The ma- the Marxists have been following him around, popping up at his house, harassing up him at his din- at diner and junk. Like with the police, we never found out who that man was. We never found out who that man the- was. Oh that was. My God! With with the with the dude that okay so there was this ominous figure that was with them when they ran up on him at that diner in Boston never found out who that guy was ever like <laughs> oh my god this, this is actually very unserious but so <laughs> he wrap he wrapped up the Marxists in that one little sentence basically um just it he literally just says the Marxists and their lawsuit fell away that's what it says so he is chilling with his boo thing Nicole. She mentions something about getting her oil changed or something like that. And she mentions driving to New York at a time where he thought that she flew to New York. And so he's like positive that she flew. And she's like, no, 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 I drove. Remember this? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. But in the back of his head, he's like, hmm, that don't sound right. I know she flew. Okay. He decides he so he's suspecting Nicole at this point. Mind you, we have like thirty pages left. <laughs> right. Of the book. Okay, more like fifty. Um, but he's suspecting her at this point because of that little discrepancy in whether she flo- flew or drove to New York this one time. And after that happens, he's like, It all made sense. It didn't. Like it really, it really didn't, didn't at that point. But and okay. also okay, never mind. <laughs> So at this time, he goes and breaks into Nicole's house because he's like, I know she got my violin in here. Um, I'm going to find it. So he breaks into her house while um, while she's at rehearsal. He's looking all over the place. He don't find nothing. But what he does find is the mail that's addressed to somebody by the name of Marcus Terry. Introducing a new character at this time. Okay. Literally. Okay. Um he had seen some stuff uh pertaining to this person some some uh some magazines some mail whatever and she was just like oh that's a previous tenant well, he put two and two together that this house belonged to a donor to the orchestra or something like that 
or orchestra member that had died or something like that and they let her move in there while the estate thing was being worked out nobody had ever lived there before nicole so he was like hmm doesn't make any sense did nobody live here how's a previous tenant um so he decides uh to text alicia the private investigator from the insurance uh firm to track down this marcus terry person she tracks him down she tracks down his his new current address he rolls up to marcus terry to marcus terry's house um breaks into his house while he goes to work and um which i was like you're bold as heck for because it's in the morning like and he, right, not even that early in the morning exactly and it's just like oh people are starting to work up wake up so people are starting to wake up so you're gonna sneak out of this dude's house that you just broke into you a black man okay all right Raquan. Well, anyway. i have that i have that yeah we're gonna talk about that and then after that he finds so in, while he's breaking into this guy's house he finds a key to a storage unit he's like hmm so he goes he somehow gets into the storage unit he sees a box in there. He opens the box. Lo and behold, it's Pop Pop's fiddle. It's his Stradivarius. Next chapter, he literally just wraps everything up. <laughs> he literally just says, it all came out. And then, and then like lists everything that happened, like just, just flat out. Mind you, it has nothing to do with what happened before in this book. It has absolutely nothing to do with, with anything that we've read so far. Um, Basically, Nicole, while he was in the shower, Nicole replaced the violin with the shoe. Um, she put the violin in her suitcase. She um went quote unquote to the airport, but she didn't really go to the airport. She like did this whole thing where she took the train past the airport, then took it back, then all of this all of this stuff. And she had actually driven there. Like she said that she slipped up. Um, and she she drove there and um, that's how she like got away with the violin without going through security and all that type of stuff um, airport security they also paid that housekeeper that went to Honduras or whatever they paid her to go there while by, by threatening to report her to immigration which I was like what the f okay um all this time so basically Nicole's in jail now she's writing to him oh my gosh baby please like I just want like nobody's supposed to get hurt like I was just supposed to get the money you was gonna get your violin back before the competition I didn't mean it and I just wanted to I just I just wanted to get you know uh, a bag or whatever um she got eight years in prison and fined 1.8 million dollars and Ray basically lived happily ever after and yeah i don't know the ending was weak as hell too like yo teacher refinanced her house did all this stuff for you and he was like hey janice thanks i'm like this is not arthur <laughs> like oh my gosh thoughts <laughs> this and the ending was so underwhelming i feel like delaney told me last week like she like I was gonna be mad so like when I saw like how it un unraveled like I was actually not that mad but I think it's because like it's because I was like prepped mm -hmm. but like I just see like I'm actually like more frustrated than anything because it's just like first of all let me actually open the book so um several things okay the first thing 
is I can't tell I think I said this last week I cannot tell if I'm annoyed with the author or Raekwon like I don't know who gets on my nerves more and (laughs) because you you took 200 pages that's not an exaggeration you took 200 pages to bring us through every excruciating annoying detail of this man's life for the past like nine months and he remembers like randomly that some weird detail like that's how he leads to nicole because oh you drove into the flu be for real that's what made it all make sense that was enough for you to go breaking and entering into her house huh you you never suspected her before that and that's the one thing and and mind you you never suspected her in all of these pages and also we went we went all the way back to your high school whatever thinking that that was gonna make any difference in the story oh my goodness like you really you could have introduced ray as a character to us in a chapter or two you took literally 200 pages to first to get to know him just for just for him to be annoying and then that's what made it all make sense and then also we're talking about the same ray who around every single corner this is how i know the ending was rushed honestly even though i was annoyed for most of this book it would have been better for you to make this another 50 to 100 pages just so you could like tie some loose ends together the same ray that had a racist traumatic event happen at every turn was able to go into some white girl's house in erie have you been to erie Mm-mm. yeah in erie pennsylvania you were able to to freaking break into her house not breaking he probably had a key if that's it i mean did, did he say that i was like skimming for a little bit but if it's your girlfriend maybe you have a key to her house you were able to go all up in her house and then and then you were to break in to someone's house you broke in and then you just left after that it's it, what that doesn't make sense and then also like him him ignoring Alicia the investigator is like do not do anything stupid do not just wait just wait just wait and I understand you want to take things into your own hands but it just does I mean fiction I I do give like some room for fiction like because I read a lot of fiction but it has to be realistic to me and it's just that whole thing that felt rushed and unrealistic that and then the amount of times you were seeing you dating this girl she all up on you and all this other stuff and you went to her house last time and you never looked up that man before talking about it's the previous tenant you never noticed a date was july before yeah you know how long she'd be living here and his 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 subscription still ain't ran out and oh now you remember that there was no tenants before like come on bro oh i forgot yeah. to say yeah that dude ended up being nicole's current boyfriend so she was two-timing him and within so they was in on it together i forgot to say that Cause he wouldn't have to do his apartment and saw a picture of him and Nicole. And then also we, the, for the time from when we met Nicole until now, so much BS and f- like foolishness has happened that I actually don't even remember her timeline that much because so she, what did they meet? They met when he did, the, when he did solo, solo was, uh, eerie symphony right mm-hmm. and then they, they just started dating were they like, like the long distance the entire time yeah and that was like six months before he went to moscow so like seven months before he found out that she stole the violin 
so and then and within that within that time like do you remember when do you remember when she stole the violin like how many months into the invading did she steal the violin when when were they at the hotel was that a month before he went to moscow i think so Girl. so like a month before but also like it just seems like so that was like maybe five five months into them dating there was a there was a review talking about how like the suspect was the most the one the suspect that was the most obvious um ends up being the one that's it but it's just like even now that i think about it more this whole thing should have been revamped because this whole entire book should have been revamped because it's like we're just unvamped (laughs) no for real because when you think about it it's like okay yeah people move fast there's so many times you hear stories about people like oh i met my i met my um my husband and we got married in two weeks like yes that does happen but i just don't understand the for her to come up with this elaborate plan, do you remember if it was, did she think about stealing? The, no, she didn't. For you to come up with this elaborate plan to, you know, flirt with him while he was at the symphony, f- somehow managed to bump into him after Carnegie Hall, like the next night or whatever, the next week, whatever it was, somehow start dating him right away and then be able to say, and then be able to, um, to the violin that also doesn't make any sense it would have been better for her them to be like more like dating longer or or for it to have been janice like there's so many other characters that it would have made more sense nicole just did not not only was it lazy and obvious it just didn't make sense <laughs> it just did not make maybe janice stole the violin because like she was you know i mean that would suck because janice is black but it's like she actually has motivation she refinanced her house so i don't know and, and she was oh, I was gonna ahead. say I was just gonna say that and she was on him in the shop to like buy a new violin buy a new violin she, she could have been in on it with old dude mm-hmm. like there's so many other the Nicole the more I think about it the more I talk the Nicole doesn't make sense to me because it's like who gonna come up with a lot of people are just not smart so it's like who is gonna come up with that elaborate plan that when a and you talking about all you already something with the cleveland orchestra you already do all of this other stuff and you have goals to get to another orchestra why would you risk it all with possible jail time to come up with this half-baked unrealistic plan fiction or not and it was just not even it wasn't even built up like there was no build-up to it being Nicole. That's why it was just so, like, whatever. Like, literally, I, I kid you not, plop the entire narrative of the plan in our on, in the first paragraph as soon as we start the last chapter. Mm-hmm. There's no build-up and there's nothing that, like... Like, people were saying that it was, like, oh, it's the most obvious person. To me, it's, like, it's the most obvious person in terms of the person that you think had the most opportunity. Yeah. But... To me, that wasn't the most obvious person because I was expecting it to have more imagination than that. Like, you expect when you're reading a mystery novel, like, there's going to be a twist, there's going to be something. Like, you just anticipate that. So, I was thinking that even if it was Nicole, it would be some sort of, like, there will be something that we weren't expecting. I guess that's what the boyfriend was supposed to be, but who the fuck, who cares about that? Like, And then, again, another character. And and, and that's not even really a twist because it's like... 
the like we already know that she wasn't really loving Ray if she stole the violin. So it didn't even need to be another boyfriend in there, like for us to know that she didn't really love Ray. Like that that's not that's just unnecessary. So I don't I wouldn't even say like oh obviously Nicole put it in her in her suitcase when it's just like that's that's the most boring outcome to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> yeah maybe maybe obviously it's not the best. It's 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 the most safe and it's the most boring. Because yeah, it's most straightforward, and that's not what a mystery novel was supposed to be. Yeah. Because I'm th- I can think of way more characters that'd be more interesting. Janice would have been interesting. Um, the mom would have been also lazy. Actually, that's not that would not been good. The twins, I be I keep talking about them twins, but the twins, <laughs> Ray all got the shine. Me, Ma didn't love me and didn't love us, so we gonna take his stuff. Period. Like, stop playing with us. Like, the twins would have been good. Um, honestly, I can't believe this. <laughs> honestly, but before Nicole, I don't know if you would agree with this. Let me know. I want to take Mikael over 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 Nicole because it could have been like his parents or something and maybe we find out that he don't even really like playing the violin and then his parents are the reason are the ones who orchestrated it or something like that but we had to we would have to meet him earlier because that would have pissed me off just like I mean it pissed me off regardless so it don't matter but we would have to meet him earlier for that to happen it's real bad it's really it's really poorly written because it's like like at some point we have to be serious like it's poorly written there's no mystery there's no there's no suspense there's nothing like and then ray is the one who ends up pushing the action for which i guess like as a main character that makes the most sense i guess but it's just like it's not it's not his job to move the action forward so it's like because and i say that because he's not freaking kim possible he spent the whole book soloing with orchestras and doing regular stuff so when he starts breaking into houses and stuff like that we're just like where did all the sassiness come from like you you were just doing all of this we spent the whole time doing all this mundane okay playing the violin is not mundane but you know what i mean like it's your job you spent the whole book doing your job and now you throwing rocks through people's windows and doing all type of weird like it's great it's so poorly written all in the last chapter after we have read so much that had literally nothing to do. The only thing after page 38 that had anything to do with this last part was us finding out that the violin was a Stradivarius. That was it. We really could have jumped to, to there. Also, the whole, even him playing. I'm even trying to figure out if him being in the Tchaikovsky violin, uh, I keep saying concerto, competition had anything to do with the plot like i feel like we could have still we still could have did all of this it could have but he didn't he it could have because it was supposed to be like oh a race to the finish you know oh we got to find the violin before this but y'all didn't and it didn't really hurt anything that y'all didn't yeah so it's like the stakes were not there i guess it was supposed to be there for stakes but the stakes were not there the whole that whole part was pointless um and then it didn't have to like the you didn't use the suspense in in any sort of way shape or form so it was just kind of like he just went on and did the competition anyway and it was fine yeah so my, also did you see up pow how 
he how he wrapped up the mom. So instead of telling us like how, let me see if I can find it. Cause I, I think I wrote LOL. Cause at this point, at this point, I was just like, we almost there. Yeah, you just you have to laugh. Yeah, I just wrote LOL and thing, but the way he wrapped up the mom was like, hold on, let me go to the last chapters where everything happens. Right. I'm over here looking through every page. Also, like, listen, I've never been to jail. Don't plan on going. I pray that it never happens to me. However, how you emailing back and forth in jail? Huh? Especially, like, she's not in prison where, like, they have, like, you know, continuing education classes and stuff like that. You are at the county jail. <laughs> Ma'am, you are in a holding cell. I'm annoyed. <laughs> like, that pissed me off. You're not even, and even if you could, even if you could email, you're not doing it all like that. Be for real. Oh, man. Oh, okay. my gosh. I really don't like this book at all. Um, okay, first of all, I can't find it, but basically he was like, he told his mom, he told his mom, like, everything. His mom was like, what are you talking about? That never happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Second to last page. Um, Ray was living his life, he, Ray was living the life he never thought he would have once, years later on the phone with his mother. So we, that's, we, we just jumped years in a sentence. That's what <laughs> talking about once years later on the phone with his mother he asked her if she was still mad at him for not getting that high school job at Popeye's for not getting his GED and not going to work after a work at a cafeteria hospital with Ricky she told him that she didn't know what he was talking about and he should stop with this foolishness I want to beat this nigga ass real bad <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm so sorry like I'm actually really mad Oh my like, gosh, real bad. Like, and also at the top of the page when he was like, Ray popularized this, uh, William Grant Seals suite for violin and piano. I'm like, why would you lie like that? Fiction or not? That pissed me off so bad. I'm like, that's just a dumb sentence on top of on top of the, the slew of dumb sentences you wrote in this book. <laughs> Ray does not have the wherewithal or, or desire to play black composers. Like, be serious. Yeah, this whole time he wasn't doing it. Talking about, hold on, let me go back. Talking about some, um, Ray made it a point to highlight music by black and Latinx composers. Ray is the most anti-black person in this entire book. What? Why? And then also you just threw that in. When do we? When would we have? When would that make sense? That doesn't make sense. What? I'm I'm writing a book today. Girl, you should have wrote it yesterday. Girl, go on your go log into your high school Wattpad account and go publish something from there. That's what it's giving. Like, wow. And also the, the um the grandma Nora thing pissed me off because it didn't we never even found out. He even said like Ray had said like, why didn't she tell me that this was in there? But you never why didn't she tell him what was in the case? Ever. Yeah, why didn't she like, tell him it, it doesn't make nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Like, not even a little. Like normal. Normally, that's why I'm like maybe he's never read a book before or like watched a movie because you know, like how like and even in The Lion King, they'll be like, "Remember, 
remember. And then up in the sky, there go Mufasa in the sky. Like, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Grandma could have said something like, don't ever throw that case away because some, you, you might find that you might need it one day. It, it, that would have made more sense than her just arbit like, okay. I don't even know how yeah. to get it out. I don't even and, know how to get it out. <laughs> and then the whole, whole you got to always be respectful, always be that. They, 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 they drove that point home with Grandma Nora, but then he was popping up on everybody, which... I mean, he wasn't good at it, and I'm I'm actually on team pipe up. I'm not team be respectful no matter what. But at the same time, it's like y'all drove that home just for that to not be relevant at all, like at all. And then he tried to loop it back around. I don't remember what page. I'm not picking the book back up. I don't remember <laughs> what page. <laughs> I don't remember what page where he was like, and then he was always respectful. I'm like Ray, you literally were not. You just broke into somebody's house. <laughs> and also, that's. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, because I'm getting inside. My chest is tight. Because it's like, okay, also, the the it was so lazy. The, the minute we found out it was Nicole, I was like, this dude wrote this book laying down on his sofa on his iPhone in the notes app. Because it just got lazier and lazier. Okay, boom, you ran it to you you uh Ah, okay. So you broke it to let me tell y'all. You broke into this dude house with a rock through a glass. To, okay you did that you shuffled through his house you called ghost gym where he worked and was like when is Re- when is uh what's his name finna be back from work you literally literally no place you can call where they will tell you someone's hours be serious so he did he does that you shuffle through his uh through his stuff you found the key you go out to the storage spot you're like i'm terry then he's like i need an id he's like please i'm having a hard day da, 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 da. and he's like fine that literally would never happen. I'm so a sorry. A freaking storage unit? Are you kidding me? A storage me? unit? And it's like, there are people who give people breaks. I've I've asked for breaks and I've gotten them. But within reason. Yeah. Within reason. That was unreasonable. So then he got into, like, it was just, it's just so poorly done. You know how something be so bad is funny? I'm past that. Whatever's past that. Rage. Yeah, it's like it'd be like yeah it'd be like you mad and then it's funny and then you mad again because yeah like, and, and also mind you every establishment you have ever patronized up until this point has been viciously racist now all of a sudden you go to the oh. storage unit and they're like come on in my <laughs> brother like in pennsylvania in erie because <laughs> listen i ain't never like stopped in there but remember when we was driving through pennsylvania when we was going to pittsburgh please you want to see the most confederate flags in the country girl when i tell you it's not gonna be georgia it's gonna be pennsylvania it's pennsylvania and oregon it's real bad it's like, real bad pennsylvania may have you thinking you in alabama like please if you're not if you're not in the big two you're not in pittsburgh you're not in what's to call it philadelphia yeah <laughs> it pissed me off so bad i'm like nah keep it up how would you have how have you how would you have done this if every single person you met was racist we would have had another 20, 200 pages. And it's yet, so annoying. And like I said, we never found out who that guy was. See. Who y'all kept y'all kept going back to. Oh, this figure looming behind the Marxists when they caught the police on him outside of that diner. Never found out who that guy. That guy just literally just acted like he never existed. Also, the Marx beat feet like that that quickly when when the letter 
was written by like a nine year old. I was about to say y'all didn't contest that. Y'all didn't have it authenticated. Y'all didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? And that's why if okay, and if the marks, I'm not gonna talk too much about the letter. I talked to the le- about the letter with Delaney before we. I'm not gonna talk about it. But what I will say is. If you was gonna do that and just have the marks fall back like that, the the what am I trying to say? The um the evidence that you put in the letter should have been more solid, in my opinion. If you was gonna make the marks just fall back like that, it had to be a little bit more it had to be better written. Right. What else? I was about to say something else. Like what was it about? Okay. Yeah. First, some, nobody would ever give you a key to somebody's freaking storage unit, bro. Like, I mean, ever. not give you the key. You had to keep it. Like, would just let you in, and you didn't even know where it was. That was a red flag because he was like, "Where are you going? The storage unit is this way." You don't even know where your storage unit is at, bro. Like, yeah. You call from your own phone to the gym. I'm like, you're not even. I'm like you're not even worried about the fact that you just racked up breaking and entering like we just gonna we supposed to believe they just let you slide on it and that's another thing i remember being like so and like you know like there has been some things where you know like the main character and and their crew or whatever they commit crimes and like they let it go like there has been some stuff like that. i can't think if i think about an example i'll say it but like but the encounters you've been having with police in this book like come on. yeah and i would have been able to let that go i did think about it when i was reading I let it go because I've seen that happen before. But it's also like Yeah, it's like, yeah, I could see that. I could see that, but at the same time it's like for a book where his race has been front and center so much to the point where it's like kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. for you to believe like that is not even a decision I feel like a black person would make. Especially at all. like unless you were like in a black neighborhood, you know, but like you're in you're in freaking Erie, you breaking into these white people's house like it's that just it's just unwise and it just doesn't make any sense and it seems like anybody any black person with any type of wherewithal um and and awareness of them being black in america would not do something like that so that didn't make any sense real quick how many how many days did he have until the ransom was due when he did that do you remember i felt like it was past due at that point because that's what i that's what i didn't understand like it seemed like I remember it said a month, right? It said transfer on July fifteenth. It says that's when it was due. Let me see if I can find a date. Yeah, and then I don't remember. And but that's the thing. The reason why I believe it was past the date is because Nicole said it was supposed to be. He was supposed to have the violin back before the Tchaikovsky competition. So July fifteenth has oh. to be before that. So it's already past due. You haven't heard nothing from the the ransom people. I know they said that was the last time they was gonna communicate with you, but they want that five million dollars. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm still it's still lost to me the how someone can collect Bitcoin. As I, as someone who has a, a understanding though basic of Bitcoin, you cannot have an you cannot have a wallet without your identity being attached to it so that okay i don't like 
someone could correct me if I'm wrong, but I I I am like ninety five percent sure that you cannot have a wallet that is not attached to some type of identity. It also has to be attached to a bank account. So I don't know if you were not counting your readers to know what that meant. It just pissed me off. I'm just like, you should have just, I don't know. A lot of stuff just, a lot of stuff is just like glossed over. Let me just throw this in there real quick. Like, that's what I was finna say. I feel like this book is like opposite day. <laughs> like everything that it was supposed to do, it did the opposite. Everything that was right, it did wrong. Like, like everything that was supposed to be relevant, it wasn't. Everything that was irrelevant, like, just all, like, it just popped up and all of a sudden is the story. Like, it just, it's just crazy to me. It's like every, every detail that you harped on had ended up having nothing to do with the actual story. And then everything that you didn't explain ends up being what happened. Like, I'm actually, this is actually, this has to be a social experiment. Like, I... And then also, you know, I thought about, so she, okay, so what's my girl, what's her name? Nicole paid off Pilar $5,000 to go to Honduras. My sister in Christ, I thought you needed money. Where did you get $5,000 from? What kind of investment is that? That doesn't make any freaking sense. Also, you wanted to you wanted for, you wanted for Pilar to be a red herring. I understand that, but you're dumb because even if she was a red herring, they're gonna continue the investigation when they find out. It's not like gonna be like, oh, it wasn't Pilar. Well, sorry. Like so, that was just stupid. So if if you took if you took the time to build out, and I'm even I'm not even talking about I'm talk, I can't even tell if I'm talking about Nicole or if I'm talking about my guy what's his name brennan if you took out the time to build out a more solid plan pilar would not would have been an unnecessary you could have you, you could have just went to her house in brooklyn and asked her and kept it like that freaking ridiculous because it had she and then the whole like i'm gonna threaten you with immigration i just didn't like that because like that's some people's real reality and it's just like you just throwing it in there yeah like for a little spice and it's like yeah first of all if y'all was gonna y'all was gonna throw threaten her with that why did you even pay her the five thousand dollars to y'all right. her with that to get sent back to honduras but what you're telling her to do is to go back to honduras anyway so it's like either way she gonna end up in honduras like <laughs> like so I just feel like obviously one way is more traumatic than the other, but it's like, why was she like, why are y'all sending her back there? I It just doesn't make any sense. Like, and, and also what I just realized when you said that is if you, if you, how was she going back to Honduras and and then coming back to America? Thank you. That's exactly what I was about to say. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. Because it's like she either way she's going to end up in Honduras because uh, that's she what leaves you the country. She's undocumented. When is she coming back? And then she came back, right? Well, I don't think they said that she came back yet. But that like that was the whole thing. I was just like either way she getting sent back to Honduras and can't come back, or she uh, why is she going to risk coming back into the United States? It's this not, is so frustrating. This is not like literally no, not a single detail pans out. 
Is this even? Did he even play the violin? That's where I'm at. <laughs> did he even play the freaking violin, bro? Not a single detail pans out. Wow. I told. I sent Katie yesterday. I was on a walk, and I saw. <laughs> I was on one. Of the, I saw one of the little free libraries. You know, the little box that has a bunch of books. You put them in there for free. You take one, leave one. I said, "This is about to be Rayquan's new home." <laughs> Listen, I would, but you know, I'm gonna keep mine because I might need it. I know. I like the cover. That's my only thing. Like I might do. I'm thinking about starting me a little something. I want to. I want to talk about the books I read, and I'm be like, this is zero out of ten. Like this is the worst. There is not what. T- tell me one redeeming quality about this book. I Besides, okay. Before and he had nothing to do with it, so. There's not one redeeming quality about this book, except, okay, okay, his interactions with black kids, I will say, but outside of that, so maybe like a one out of ten, but I don't even know if that's within, I don't even know if that, if it, I think it cancels out with everything else that happens it, around it. It most certainly does, yeah. Like, so it's zero out of ten, because the, the, for me, because the main character is not even likable, he's annoying, the Grandma Nora part was good. Was okay. I don't want to say good because you also just killed her off for no reason. Yeah, like that was supposed to light his fire, but like all he was, he was all all he was doing was talking about people's booties and his mom's fake nails. He wouldn't even think about Grandma Nora. Like, and also, you know what I realized? You you see how the the only you expect me? This is the person that quote unquote popularized William Grant Stills. Uh, sweet for violin and piano and the only positive body um, description in the whole book is of that white man Terry okay oh and Nicole so I forget Nicole and her auburn hair her music her eighth note tattoo like not a when you said that that's gonna sit with me like not a single detail hand out you had every everybody like it's so annoying actually and i need y'all to believe me i wanted to like this so bad but i feel like i'm like i'm just mad because i would never get that time in my life back and i feel like you know when you just like you mad at the world like you just punch in the air because there's really nothing you can do like there's nothing you can do you can't you can't there's nothing you can do that's like that's how i feel when like a fly lands on my food and I got to throw it away. It's like, I can't beat your ass. You just like, I got to just be mad and I have nowhere to direct this. That's how I feel. Like, yeah, I could direct it at the author or whatever, but it's like, I can't do nothing to him about it. He can't give me my time back. I can't send him an invoice for my time, which I have considered. So like, yeah, I'm just mad. I've literally never disliked a book like this before ever. And 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 it might be worse because my expectations were high because of how just how it fits so well thematically with the show. My expectations were like I just thought I I just knew I was gonna love it. I just knew I was gonna love it. And I think also because this feels different because it's like okay we've been made to read books before right in school but this feels different because it's like self inflicted and not only is it self inflicted. We are dedicated to the show, so we had to finish, regardless if people are reading with us or not. So it's like, we really had to finish it. I would not have finished this book. I would not. 
I'm just it's it's so disappointing how bad this book is. Like it's actually incredible how bad this book is. Like if you made us go through all of that, you could have at least made there be like like what Delaney was saying earlier, like a little twist or something. Like I'm telling you, Rochelle, Rochelle would have been a good twist because the whole time, and then also we never get no mention of the family again. And Except it's like his he, mom. Oh, I don't remember that. Stop all this foolishness. Oh, he just like no little twist, no little nothing. We in Moscow for no reason. You went, you took us all the way to Moscow just to. Let me stop playing. He took us there in one sentence because that's the writing style. But you took us to Moscow for oh, us to meet. Yet, this in the yet, middle. Of, uh, sorry. No, no. You yeah, say it. I was just supposed to say leaving in the middle of the composition. They called to Serbia for no reason. We we at the wedding with who was it? I forget that white guy's name who said this isn't a rap concert. Going to the going to I the forgot about that. Or <laughs> at the mall. What else? All of that. We went all throughout his solo career for what? For what? I'm talking about we was going to concerts every night. Pink Roses. Baton Rouge press conference. Why? Mama's fake nails. Why? <laughs> Trip to see Aunt, Aunt Rochelle. Why? Right. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 I can't. The Marxes. Why? Because if you want to get rid of them that, if you were going to get rid of them that quickly. Yeah, if you weren't gonna get rid of them, that I felt like you should just left them out. Exactly, it's like they could. I'm telling you, like if if y'all had actually, this is the thing. There are some details that were unnecessary that could have been necessary if they were utilized correctly. The Marxists yeah. could have been an addition if you had just like used them in a way that was actually suspenseful. All it was was harassment, mystery dude with them that we never found out who that was. Like. Okay. Con- like constantly introducing new characters. Like you can not even do nothing with the ones you have. At all. How come mama ain't how come mama ain't still the violin cause she wanted to she wanted to open a Popeyes? <laughs> not open a Popeyes. Well and like yeah. Remember that one sentence at the end where he was like, he opened up a new center in, in Charlotte or he helped open up a new center in Charlotte. Yeah. And not anything panned out because, because I remember one time he, he talked something, he mentioned something about his home and talked about rural North Carolina. I'm like, isn't this nigga from Charlotte? Like, <laughs> It's a major city. Like, oh. I, I really don't know where the place is. I, I remember even reading the first story. Like, when I was picturing his bedroom, my brain was literally, like, not able to cross synapses because I literally pictured this dude in, like, one of them old shotgun... Shotgun houses still exist. But, like, one of them... Like, a shack. Like, I, I thought he was, like, in one of them shack things. And then he got an iPhone. So, I'm just so lost. I was so lost. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. And that's what it is. 
and it's lazy. And I remember I saw a review because I, I literally the minute we turned up cut off, cut off the mics last week, I went on the Goodreads and I scrolled past all the good ones and I went to the negative reviews just to see like I found my people. And and I'm, I'm gonna start reading the good reviews because I want to see what people are saying. However, someone said that he should have wrote an autobiography, and then then he could have got that off his chest because in his author's note he was talking about how all the stuff that he goes through in classical music people said that he's his white colleagues would be like oh that never happened oh whatever whatever so i'm like you should have just wrote an autobiography yeah i would have been I, that would have been fine like i would have liked to hear stuff that actually happens to you rather than you going down a checklist of stereotypical like things and some things that just like like because like i said i think i said this on tiktok this book gives historical fiction to me like but mm-hmm. it's not and that's what makes it so unbelievable is because mm-hmm. it's like you like this it it is very confusing what time period this takes place and it's that extreme yeah and that's ridiculous to me i i i I cannot i feel crazy right now because i'm like if i wasn't reading this with katie i would feel even more crazy because it's like like we can the contents of this book cannot be the same as the people leaving four or five star reviews even three or two to be honest like it, it cannot and i'm just like yeah i'm just mad because it's just like i really don't like getting up here saying all this stuff but it's like i i'm telling you i'm scraping the bottom of the barrel to find something positive to say it's just not there the most positive thing about this book is when i got to the end and i closed it can't believe this is our first book club People not buying the next book. But that's they how y'all. I told y'all to DM me. I ain't getting that DM. So I want to tell you. I mean, I didn't check. No, I don't got no requested. So that's on you. You bought it. I told you I had a way. That was legal. So um, if you bought it. um, I don't know. I, I feel bad putting down this black man. I'm not putting him down. I'm putting down his work. I feel like you need to go back to the drawing board. They don't teach you how to write a book in Music Theory 201. So what you should have done was get somebody to help you with it, get a more honest editor, or get you some no people in your life. Yeah. Yeah, some no people for real. Because, like, I just feel like, I just feel like, um, you know, writing a book is very hard. But, bro, like, I'm, like, this is just too much. You need some people that's really finna tell you because if you sent this to me, if I sent this to Katie or Katie sent this to me, we would have to sit down. Like, you know that that meme where it's Ayanna Van Zandt and With her, the she's hands. holding the pen, the hands? Like, that's really the conversation we would have to have. <laughs> but, like, I also, I hate editing people's stuff because when I start being like, oh, I feel bad. Da, da, da. Like Especially, like, if you're going to talk about, like, academic papers, like, whatever, but you you sat and thunked this up. Yeah, like, it's like, hard. Oh, but at the same time, it's even harder. Now, now somebody else on Classically Whatever podcast sitting up talking about your book like this. Like, <laughs> and you ain't got nobody to blame. You ain't got nobody to blame. I just feel like the your issue, let me not do too much on him. The issue, <laughs> I'm talking to you. Delaney <laughs> the issue is that I feel like even at the beginning stages when you outline the book you messed up because had you you want okay boom you want to write because you want to write a mystery novel you should have been reading 
every mystery novel there was out there. Or, and if you didn't have time to do that, you shouldn't be writing a book. But if you didn't have time to do that, go to like the people that really know how to write, watch some mystery films and then come up with a story, like make all your characters. I know that'd be hard for you because that's like 20 people, but make all your characters and be like, which, how can I make this? Who's the most unsuspecting? And then go from there. Like, I don't know. This is really not good. I don't want to tell y'all. Um, but yeah. Next week we got a little. We we gonna keep it up. We not okay. Next week we gonna have like a little, like wrapping up like alternative endings type thing. So that should be cute. Yeah. Um. We, we gonna we gonna listen. We just gonna get some suggestions of how this could have went. How could have went? It was opening back up word processing. I'm not gonna say what I want to say. So. <laughs> But this also should be encouraging yeah, to you. Let me Listen, not say that at all. Let me, I'm gonna write it down though, because I want to tell you after. <laughs> let me tell y'all what you should do, and I I mean this as well. It's gonna be disrespectful because honestly, it is disrespectful. But this is what I'm telling you, as you, as a classically black listener. Whatever you want to do in this life, do it. Because here go this man. Just don't tell us about it. <laughs> we support y'all. We do. Because, like, at the same time, I don't like this book at all. But I'm never going to stand in front of a black. I mean, I, okay. To be fair, I actually did stand in front of his bag by putting this on the internet. But I will say, I hope that there are people who gave it five-star reviews. I hope that people still buy his book. I hope he makes money off of it. I hope that the people who buy it are the people who like it, though. Because I don't want nobody to feel like I do right now. I, I have to be honest about that. Yeah. But I hope he has the success as as much success as he can with what he wrote. That got a little crazy at the end. Not as much success <laughs> as he can. I was no. I was gonna say I hope he has the success he deserves. But that I feel like it will be more if I say as much as he can because there are people who said they liked it. So I hope that, that I know that they are not the only ones. There will be more people. I hope those people mm-hmm. buy this book and I hope he makes a profit off of it. I do hope that. Mm-hmm. My my takeaway is that whatever you want to do in this life, you could do it. Mm-hmm. You, it, you, you got a you vlog, post it. You want to learn how to code, learn how to code. You want to get, you want to start like a We did channel. that one time. I got a book on coding actually because I said I would never be humble like that again. <laughs> I, I, I didn't open it yet because on the list of things that Katie wants to try, it is at the at the bottom. I'm still trying to get a hold of my schedule. I only got like an hour of playing in today, and I have to teach like three hours after this, so I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But I'm gonna open. I'm gonna crack it up one day. I, I said I would never be embarrassed like that again, ever. Like that night in my apartment at 12:30 a.m. But I said all that to say, whatever you want to do, do it. Because this man wrote a book that got five star reviews. And nothing makes sense in it. So do you, I mean, and I, that might sound backhanded, but I'm being for real. Nah, for get real. Up, get over your imposter syndrome be, and, and write your write your, write your, your book, start your YouTube channel, start your podcast. Because, because honestly, if he could do it, anybody can. And, and hey, because that's the thing is like, I, and I am a victim of this. Like I, my my imposter syndrome goes crazy, bro. It goes crazy. I still, I've been talking about this You gotta navigate this world channel. like a white man. Huh? 
you got to navigate this world like a white man. Exactly. It goes crazy. And I've already listened. I've been doing my TikToks. I've been doing that. The YouTube channel is still like, I don't know why I'm so terrified to start it, but I am. I but my TikTok works, goes, girl. It's just, it's more a bite size and it's not as much like That's planning, true. especially with what I want to do on YouTube. Like video essays, yeah. it's like, if you want to have integrity and like actual research stuff, like it's just so scary. Like I'm just, yeah. There's just a lot of more components to it to make it entertaining too when you do educational stuff like i don't want it to be like oh classes and session you know yeah like i want it to be entertaining but when what's i gonna say dang i stopped you oh over imposter syndrome <laughs> no imposter syndrome it's like you really gotta understand it's like there are so many people who have okay, i'm not saying he's part of this i am who have no talent Okay, no mind. skills. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, okay, no okay, skills, okay. no nothing. And they filthy freaking rich. They're famous. They're whatever you want in, in life. There's always going to be somebody there who is not as skilled as you. Like, man, just go do it. Like, that's the thing that I have to understand. It's like, at the same time, I'm going to still have my integrity because I can't bear to have anything that is low quality with my name on it out. Like, I just, it's it's just very embarrassing to me. I understand, though, that there is a point there has to be some growth there. You can't start at the top. Mm-hmm. You just like you just can't. I don't have the means to do that. Some people have the means to have production out of the you know oh, you some some just got turned on. There's some people who could have started classically black in the booth, but mm-hmm. you know we started on mics we didn't even own in Katie's living room. So like that's mm-hmm. just how that's just how it is. Like <laughs> so I just feel like it don't have to be perfect. It don't have to be perfect, and I'm still learning that. So I know y'all probably like, okay, Delaney, we'll 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 get that message with you once your YouTube channel is up. Okay, not too much on me. Okay, <laughs> but also like, okay, I w- I do want to. I feel like I've been on his neck. I will say that there are parts of the book that are okay. I I struggle to say good because I cannot unthink the juxtaposition of all the terrible things that are ha- that also happen. Or, or how it's written or all the filler but it's just like it just reminds me of when you learn to write like I, I vividly remember like learning to write well in high school and I was in the writing center because I was in AP US and I was not getting like the best marks on my stuff and she's like girl you gotta cross out all this filler say what you saying make it concise and I got that reinforced when I was at Eastman when I um in my ed classes it has to be concise and so this reading this book this goes against all of that that i learned but when up up, when i was reading the violin besides the the short bursts of stupidness when i was reading the first couple of chapters (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't know how this is coming across but i really hope y'all believe us we wanted to like it real bad when I was reading the first couple of chapters, it wasn't bad. Like the violin was gone. He was he. It was a little dramatic and corny. I remember talking about that. But like, yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, with the pizzicato. Her fingers went like pizzicato. Like, be for like there real. was a little bit of that. But by by the first part was actually really not bad. It really could have been a it much really better wasn't. book and kept the first part completely the same. You know, like I could yeah. I, I would take pizzicato down your spine if I could get a better book after that. Yeah. So I would. I would. I know he worked on his second book, but slow. Hold on now. Right. You might want to yeah. bring in another, a different team, like dead ass. Yeah, cause I want I want to see. I'm rooting for everybody black. I want to see you win. I do, I do. But but we it has to be done well. Like I want to see you win, and I want to be able to say, I mean, 
there's probably no chance in hell I'm gonna read that book to be honest. I was about to say, oh, there's no way. I I want to be able to say like, wow, look at the difference. Like, look at how much, like, uh, what do you call it? improvement? Like, but I was about to say, well, maybe if the reviews are good, but the reviews were good on this one, so I actually yeah. don't trust y'all. But you know what? To be fair, anything could be better than this. <laughs> but when I was reading it, I was thinking, no way it's gonna get worse, and then it did. So actually, I don't put nothing. Pa- I'm sorry. I'ma just. Ha- I might take a peek, but no. Oh, it no, depends I, on whether how much I love myself that month. Okay, y'all. I teach in two minutes, so can we do the black excellence? <laughs> two minutes? Okay. I mean, I'm. she'd be late on me. I'm going to be late on her. Wait, did okay. I have to say that? I, you don't have to cut this out. It'd be true. Sometimes you got to give them the same energy. Period. Okay, this, so. Oh, wait. Oh, right. I'm sorry. All right, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props, because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? Tonight, I'm talking about uh, Jason Amos. He's a violist. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He serves on the faculty of Project Step, which is an intensive training program for minority string players in Boston, as well as the New England Conservatory Summer Orchestra Institute. He's a violist in the Boston Public Quartet, and he was a resident musician at Music Connects, a nonprofit um, which provides free instruments and comprehensive music education to underserved children in Boston for nine years. He received a graduate diploma from NEC um, and also completed his undergraduate studies at the University of Michigan. He's won honors in several competitions, including fourth place in the 2007 Sphinx competition and first prize in the 2006 Detroit Symphony Orchestra's Bradlin Scholarship competition he has appeared as a soloist with the ann arbor symphony he's a member of the sphinx symphony orchestra and he formerly played with the flint symphony orchestra among others he also has extensive international engagements um including chamber music performances a residency at the berlin university of the arts and mentoring um for the national youth orchestra of great britain he also completed a fellowship at the community at Community Music Works in 2010, where he appeared regularly as a guest violist with the Providence String Quartet. So, stra- shout out to Jason. Period. Violist, stand up. Period. Um, my piece of the week, um, has ulterior motives. I it is Elgar's Peter Pan. If you could find a yeah, if you could find a link to this, send it to me so I can listen to it, so I can know how to play it. I mean, there there are temple markings, but still, Elgar arranged by Dupont, Dupont. Yeah, Elgar Peter Pan. But you know, I love me some ballad music. Let me be, let me be for real. I love me some because some people. You know how you be joking around and then like people be like they do too much, and it's mm-hmm. like babe, like I have a master's degree. Like like one time on my YouTube video, I was like. I said like takoyakis or I said some food that's already plural, but like I said jalapenos, babe, I know the J is silent. Like, and I just to let you know, and I'm like, get off my stuff. <laughs> like, I like, can I just joke around in peace? Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Classic Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classic Black Podcast. If you have a peace suggestion, a black accent suggestion, and you know what? You got a book suggestion you know but just know if we read it and it's something like this and we have your name <laughs> like just know just know how it like we we, we putting your full government on the show so and so told us 
right to read this someone did leave a comment i feel like we got a clinic maybe we could do like a winter book club like them little dead weeks at the end yeah because we we always do a whole bunch of reflection stuff because our anniversary our 200 uh episodes coming up our four-year anniversary is coming up end of the year reflection new year is coming up. Yeah. it's like it's too much reflection <laughs> <laughs> i mean but you've been you've been more open to it as we going on no i just mean like we it's gonna be the same stuff over and over again i can only yeah. reflect on so much you yeah know? yeah so we could we could put a little book in there maybe maybe at, at a sm- we'll see we, we talk about it but you know if you got something let us know okay if you blacked on ispm if you're not donate i spike musicians on social media i spike musicians.com and yeah we'll see y'all next week bye y'all bye